The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for Lottery West. That's the ticket because all available profits go to funding good stuff for WA. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Hi, welcome to the podcast, oh. Bonus Content Podcast. Hi, Bonus Content. Okay. Hello. Rami, Hello. the producer, Kerry, the producer. Oh. Appreciate you guys hanging around considering you have to be on a ferry soon. We do. I appreciate you wearing matching outfits today. Uh, this that is, is we've the 5,000th yeah. time. We've, we've had like everyone complimenting us this morning. Yeah. No mm. one has actually... Said which one of us looks better, even though we're wearing the same outfit. Well, I've yeah. told you already. Rami looks like he's he's playing. He's a tennis coach, in, <laughs> even though it's the same I'll colour. Take that as a compliment. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah. No, Karen and I are going out to Rottnest Island this morning for okay. a little bit of a, what we call a sight check. Yeah. Because the Rottnest Channel swim is coming up yes. in a couple of weeks. South Thirty Two Rottnest. Nice South Thirty Two. Yeah. 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 Just being yes. an anchor. Everybody so you guys will be broadcasting um, live, as they say, on that on that on the twenty fifth of February, <laughs> and so we're going out to kind of see where. We're going to be set up. I personally have never done one of these before with you guys, but you guys have done them many times. Great. Can you make so, sure there's shade? That's all I care about. Just shade. There has cool. to be Good shade. Time. Yes, shade. Yep. So and you want shade in your little spot while how many contestants are swimming 20 kilometers? That's their choice, yeah. Yeah. They, they put themselves <laughs> okay. forward. Good on them. The reason I'm not doing the swim is because I've got wartime white skin. Oh, that's mm. right. Wartime white skin. I need that, the what, shade. As long as you set us up yeah. in shade, I'll be fine. And okay. keep those Quokkas away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. I love them. I love them. All right. stew for lunch. So we get quokka nets oh. and... Oh, Karen. Oh, okay. Karen. It was a passing comment. It was a passing okay. Passing. Was a right. yeah. Thank you. Quokka stew. That's quokka stew. You would like Okay. That. Okay. <laughs> what, do we, what do you got? What do you got? What do you, you got? Like what do you like Karen's on fire. <laughs> uh, so this morning, Kimber pitched us and oh, asked shit. us a question, posed us a question. What food do we think would still be edible in a hundred years time? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, thinking about the zombie apocalypse. Mm. I used to watch a lot of, a lot of The Walking Dead. Yes. Love that show. Good. And you know, they're really, they're always just foraging for food. Yeah. They come drop, to a new sorry, town. Can I just ask, yeah. did you drop off after Rick Grimes got picked up by the helicopter? I dropped off when Glenn turned because I was like, Glenn's the good guy and things were going badly yeah. and I was like, nah, I'm out now. Oh, I'm not that far in. Oh, I got a fair way, like a number of seasons. Poop. Okay. Uh, it's very, look, I loved it. This but they're always foraging yeah. for food. Yeah. They're foraging for food. because so I've up. already switched to Nova. Uh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, presumably you know it's cans, People right? who cannot handle themselves in a zombie apocalypse. No, and I'll put it forward yes. that if the zombies come, I've seen enough, I know how to double tap. If the zombies come, who would go first through to fifth? Oh, who would turn into a zombie first? No, yeah, like who would be oh, gone? Matt who would survive? Unquestionably, so would become would, the first would zombie. Die first. Oh, yeah. Then I sure. reckon, carrot. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Because I'd be no. trying to run in thongs. Remember from the zombies. Sorry, start again. I'd be first. I'd be first. No, you wouldn't be the first. Minority always no. goes first. No, no. That's <laughs> true. That's true. That's actually very true. That's true. Gay and brown. Gay and brown. Gay and brown. And. Yeah, Pakistani. And Pakistani. Muslim. The only yeah. like Muslim. gray and brown is the only thing that that trumps like the blonde girl running up the stairs. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So yeah. you are in trouble. Oh. You know, have you seen that film? Oh God, House of Hot. Galaxy Quest. Oh. When that they 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 it they, oh, they Tim TV, Allen. yeah with Tim Allen yeah. and there's a guy wearing a, a red sort of Star Trek outfit and he knows because in Star Trek the red people never get any lines <laughs> and they always get killed first. He's like, no, I'm not going down there, man. <laughs> you know who else was in that? 
The guy that was the photographer in that series, Just Shoot Me. Yes, he was. That used to be on Channel 10 like every night. Oh and my then God, I remember that show. Moved David to Days. No, 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 not him. <laughs> no, He's the, the only name we know. And that no. cl- the guy I was just mentioning was yeah. Sam Rockwell. Ah. Playing the, re- the guy in the red top. Right. Yeah. Well, there when you did go. we turn into a TV film. and meet sorry, the movie? This, sorry, this is great. This is great. Anyway, what can was food, the question? I was trying to keep we it on digress. zombies and then it just anyway, went somewhere. So, yeah, we the zombie, you know, in, in Walking Dead, they always rock up to a new town and they go through people's pantries because yeah. that's what's left and it's slim pickings. Mm. Yes. Right? I think ice cream will last an exceptionally long time if mm. you can keep the if electricity keep it, going. Yeah, sure, electricity. But in an apocalypse. But in the pantry... In my pantry, they're getting that dodgy tin of sardines because I bought this tin of sardines thinking once that someone said you could freeze them and give them to your dog, oh. that they'd be a good summer treat. Yeah, okay. right. Um, and I just haven't really had the guts to Freezing. do it because I just feel a bit gross about yeah. it. They look weird. And so they're still in the in the cupboard and have been for about four years. I reckon they might stay there. Yeah, right. I reckon I would stay there, and we talk often about this on the show, pickles. Pickles. Yeah, they yeah. would. And I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. I You'd eat them. them. I would eat them. Mm. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Mm-hmm. Uncle, uh, Uncle Toby's Lesnacks. Lesnacks. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Actually, you know what would still be good is honey. Honey. Yep. Honey yep. never goes off. That's honey. true. Yeah, honey never forever. goes off. So in a hundred years, honey, perfectly fine. Yep. Mm. I don't like honey. Don't you? Well, uh, Imagine if, you, if that was it. Like you, you, All you had left was honey and you're like, I don't <laughs> oh. Where are the zombies? I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Would nuts hold for that long? Keep it crummy. I just like have mean peeps, and all of us went to the same place. Yeah, I mean, they just sort of go stale, don't they? Yeah, yes. they if do go in a, a container. Yeah. Do you think they would last for a hundred years? That's one kick-ass Tupperware container. That is a great yeah. Tupperware yeah. container. Um, um, the spe- mixed herbs. The jar of mixed herbs. Yep. All right, yeah. eight mixed herbs. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. There's mixed spice yeah. that never gets. It never used. gets used. No, but no, no one's you... fucking cooking in an apocalypse. No, but you yeah. buy. Yeah, you don't know that. That's not what The Walking Dead did. They cooked. Yeah. They found Alexandria and then they cooked and they farmed and everything. Stop I mean, this it. is sort of just like a housemate <laughs> fridge, isn't it? Really, yes. it's just like a bunch of condiments and some spices. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of condoms. But as I told the boys um, earlier, they have found you know cans of bully beef uh, from from the First World War. In the mud in France, and they've opened it, and it's open. It was right. Being to eat. in the mud is why it would be preserved. Hey, well, still in the can. Yeah, but in the can, yes. But yeah. like, I guess like the being... temperature would stay constant. I'd say yeah, so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, do you know what would also survive an apocalypse? McDonald's burgers. Really? Oh, do you guys what? recall mm. there was an old burger that someone had kept? Yeah. It was in the news. I've just found it. And it's like over 20 years old. Yeah. And it was perfectly preserved. Mm. And it just makes you think about what we're putting in our bodies. Love you, Maccas. Um, <laughs> only if you eat one. Only if you eat one. Mm. But eat that one. would stick around. And the fries, You? how many times have you cleaned your car and found a fry, a French fry? Yeah, they're the solid, aren't they? Well, and then eat and eat it. Pop it in the air fry, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, because they reckon if, they, if you put margarine, if you took the lid off margarine and you left it out in the shed, in months later it'd still have no insects. Oh, really? Yeah, they won't it's, touch it's it. It's basically made of plastic. Yeah. Margarine is plastic. There's yeah. just what? nothing in it that's good for you. I There's it was no. Oil. I don't know. No, margar- it's rubbish. And so, like, insects, it won't grow mold. So what is margarine? I mean, people go, I'll have margarine instead of butter. Well, well, it's, you know, obviously that it came out during the war. And it's easier to spread. Yeah, get dairy. Uh, Recycled plastic. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And isn't it funny? I grew up at a time when (laughs) margarine was like, there were actual ads like, uh, how about beans? How about bread? Meadow. Like people had it. They like, it was this gourmet item. (laughs) 
Jesus. Lee. Do you know why I haven't had it in a very long time? I'm just getting hungry now. Um, canned spaghetti. Oh, we love canned spaghetti. I haven't I had that in a long time. Mm. So that my mum used to feed us when um, she couldn't be bothered course. cooking. We thought it was treat night because oh. we'd have canned <laughs> spaghetti and toasted jaffles. And I just thought mum was being the greatest mum ever. That does sound delightful. Yeah. Can I just say no. there is a uh, story here that says, chemically speaking, yes, margarine is almost plastic because it has all the same molecules. Yeah. You're wow. welcome. Wow. <laughs> wow. I feel yeah, like we're yeah. learning something new. But then again, every plastic day. is just fossil fuel, right? That's right. So it's all carbon at the end of the day. And what is fossil fuel? Well, that's what I mean. It's dinosaurs. all dinosaurs. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. margarine, so is, margarine is, dinosaurs. is dinosaurs. Read of the ear, reader. We have covered a lot of ground yeah. today. Go to Rottnest. Go. Yeah, we got to go. Go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go. What's on the podcast, guys? Oh, uh, yeah. What's on the podcast? Well, speaking of learning something new, Kimber, you gave us something new today. Oh, do you mean my hot tip about yes, blew my mind. you can use your head as an antenna? Yeah, that was pretty. If cool. you're having trouble uh, accessing your car, and then we, we, to the podcast. Tested it. we tested it. Yep, and you'll find that on the socials. Um, when you regretted taking a plus one. Yep. Uh, oh, we talked to our old mate Charlie Pickering yep. about the weekly that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the Perth man who's going to do the entire 19.7 kilometer swim to Rottnest doing butterfly stroke. Yeah. And you will hear the secret auditions of the A-list Hollywood actors yep. that are going for Michael Jackson's role in the new Michael Jackson biopic. Incredible. Here, have a podcast. Have fun, yeah. bye. Ever lost your car in a car park? Yes. Plenty of times. Yes. And you know, you wander around the car park and then you go, oh, this will be a great idea. I'll use my beeper. I'll press my beeper and then it will tell me where the car is. Okay, yeah. Gave it a red hot go in a car park a few months ago. Didn't work. Wasn't enough. Because if you have to be quite close to the car, the range of the beeper is only somewhere in the vicinity of 5 to 20 metres that it will cover. About the same range as that radioactive uh, little piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Pretty similar to that. And I've only just seen something on TikTok that is going to just change my world. Bless TikTok. You can now open your car and get that beeper to go off by using your head. What? What does that mean? What? Yeah. So if you are staying however many, however distance you are from your car and you just press the beeper and you're like, it doesn't work. Yep. Now it will. We've got uh, some audio there for you. Oh, you're staring at me blankly. It's called key. It's called key. I'll find. So basically you can put this thing, put your remote, your mm, beeper up mm. to your head and it will increase the range. You ever lost your car in a crowded parking lot? Well, I might have just the science hack to help you find it. When you're out of range for your car remote to work, you can actually use your head as an antenna. At this distance, the remote itself won't work. But if I hold it up to my head, it does work. You can also try this with a water bottle instead. I think I'd it, rather use the water bottle. It totally works. You you basically you use your head as an antenna. So essentially, your head contains a lot of water. And when you hold the keys against your head, the electromagnetic waves from your car remote interact with the water molecules in your head and it increases the range. What? Wow. So you can hold it up to your, the, like your neck and if you open your mouth, it will make it travel even <laughs> further. If you open your mouth? Yeah, if you put it anywhere, you can put it up to your cheek, yeah. if you put it in your neck, if you put it in your head, you just pr- you, it, your head will just be the wave and it will find your car much further away. It's going to be the next Marvel film, isn't it? Someone with that superhero. <laughs> Yeah. Or on your water bottle. Yes. <laughs> wow. And I didn't know that. It's a thing. Apparently people have known it for ages that that's how it increases the wave. So if you ever can't find your car or if you've walked away like I do and sometimes forget to lock it until I'm too far away, mm. 
Use your head. Can, can I ask, and you may not know, of course, but if you can't get phone reception, does, does it, it help work? that? I don't know. Am I walking like 5G? I don't know. Yeah. Do we need to do a science test? I think we kind of need to do a science test on this just to see if it's the case. I mean, the other thing is that, like, this is a great opportunity for us just to go out, people watching today, to see who was listening to this break. Yes. At this particular oh, people point, people are trying it right morning. now because yes. I'm absolutely <laughs> full of that. it. And I think you'll probably find today on Pete's social somewhere he's gone down and had a crack. Hundred <laughs> percent. That is brilliant. What wow. a great life hack. Use okay, your so, head. So one more time, the your key fob for your car. Yep. Just if, if, if you the can't fob can't reach the car, you can't find it. Use your head. Push it up against your forehead or push it up into your chin. Open your mouth, and it will uh, send the waves that's further. That's brilliant. So, yeah, you want to try this right? I now. know you are. Uh, <laughs> Well, the news came out that there's going to be, of course, we've had Bohemian Rhapsody. We had Rocket Man, the biopic of Elton John and, and, and Queen, Freddie Mercury. There's going to be a biopic about Michael Jackson. It's called Michael. Uh, and uh, they have cast the person who's going to play Michael. And it's actually his nephew, Jafar Jackson, who's the second son of Jermaine Jackson. That is a great way of maintaining the storyline and keeping the narrative the way you like it. <laughs> yes. Well, there is some controversy about whether or not that should be made. But what isn't well known is that every A-list Hollywood actor wanted this role. Really? Every one of them. And uh, obviously, as we've, I don't know if I have mentioned before, but I, I went to NIDA, the National Institute of Dramatic Art. Oh, yeah. And because just of that, I... to walk through the streets there just yeah, to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have some contacts within the world of movies and, and acting. Yeah. And I've got some audio of some of the screen tests of some of Hollywood's biggest names going for the role of Michael Jackson. Oh. Michael Jackson biopic screen test, Jason Statham. All right. All right, Jason... And action. I said, you want to be starting something? You've got to be starting something. I said, listen, sunshine, you want to be starting something? Yeah, you've got to be starting something. Okay. Uh, yeah, not bad. Thanks yeah. for coming in, Jason. What? What? Two Cockney? No, 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 no. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Thanks, Jason. I will learn you. <laughs> I will learn you. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. It's not bad. Mm. Uh, who have we got up next? Uh, Michael Jackson biopic screen test, Antonio Banderas. Okay. Uh, Antonio, you ready? Yes, 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 yes. And action. Don't uh, blame it on this young child. Don't blame it on the moonlight. Don't you dare blame it on the good times. Blame it on the boogie. Okay, Ooh. Muchos Gracias Antonio. What, is it too Spanish? No, no, it was you good. too Spanish? No, it was good. Oh, you know what? It was good enough for the Cohen brothers. Or maybe you're not seen no country for old men, you cultural heathens. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Antonio. Yep, thanks, Antonio. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what, what, yeah, go on. Michael Jackson biopic screen test, Russell Crowe. <sighs> Billy Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl who says that I am the one. But the kid is not my son. So I said to her, Billy Jean, if you say that again, I will unleash hell. Okay, uh, taking a little bit of licence with the script there, but that's all right. Thanks for coming in, Russell. Thanks, Russell. What? Thanks, what? mate. I- I can act less white if you need it. No, no, no. It was it was really it was oh, strong. Yeah, I want yeah. this really strong. Yeah, My name is Russell Ira Crow. Oh god. Winner of an Academy Award, owner of a rugby league team, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Thanks, Russell. Thanks, Russell.
Our next guest is no stranger to us. After eight successful seasons of the weekly, it's back for a ninth season on the ABC. And here's the host, Charlie Pickering. Oh, Charlie! Just watch out for his teeth. It's season nine. Of the week, that was a nice one by Rover, the producer. Very nice. Uh, yes. The weekly with Charlie Pickering returns tonight, eight thirty, on ABC TV and ABC iView. Good morning to you, Charlie. Good morning. That intro was great, but uh, it, look, I almost didn't realise this is our ninth season. Surely I should get long service leave. Surely I should just Definitely. get to take a year off yeah. at some point. Actually, don't agree with that too enthusiastically. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will take my job. Yeah. Right. No, but it's great to be back, Charlie. And, you know, we've talked about a lot about trying to make the news funny. But, I mean, some of the articles I'm reading these days from ordinary news sites seem like a spoof. So mm. is it? are they kind of doing your job for you? Well, yeah. I, well, I do think... Um, my life was actually made harder by Donald Trump, who seemed like just one giant punchline all the time. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was like he was the best news comedian in the world for a while there. <laughs> so with him out of the way, I think there's still enough space for me to operate. Well, mate, one of the lines in the in the blurb says that it's 30 minutes of hilarity that makes sense of the nonsense. Can that be true, please? Can you make sense of it? Because I can't. I think so. Because we, what we do is we sit back. Oh, we've got a team of, well, comedians, so they're not taking it too seriously. <laughs> we, actually, we actually watch everything. We watch all the news on TV. We record it all and we watch it all and we filter it down to the 30 minutes you need and we make jokes about all of it and that way you can ignore the news for the rest of the week. Okay, so right, if, right. if anything, we're performing a service. If anything, we're heroes. <laughs> okay, so thinking uh, in sort of the, like the last couple of weeks, I guess, uh, I'm going to throw out a couple here. I'm I reckon fair chance that the the Western Australian radioactive capsule makes this and uh, probably another fair chance that the balloon that got shot down over America, America makes it into it as well. Yeah. Do you know what? You are spot on on both of those. Absolutely spot on. We are so but what happy I that say, WA could provide for you, Charlie. Yes. We do our best. Oh, incredible, incredible stuff. Although, and we don't go into this on the show. But you know when Rio Tinto announced that they'd found it? Yeah. I was just like, no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> Me too, <laughs> Charlie. Prove it? Yeah. I said exactly the same thing. I said, they're doing this so that they can go out in the middle of the night with trucks and none of us will notice. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, I, I would have been like, oh, yeah, I'll go looking for it. I'll find the capsule, clearly just with a capsule in my pocket. And I just drop it on the ground going, I found it. Can we go home now? <laughs> Did you find it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally found yeah. it. Totally found it. But. We do. I, I do. There is a there is a detail to that story that I don't think anyone knows about that I will be revealing on the show tonight. Ooh. Mark my words. It is a scoop. It is about the ABC's involvement. I can't say anything more than that. But it is an absolute bombshell on the show tonight. How about that? That's juicy. Oh, wow. I need juicy know. little tea. My eight cents a day. I want to know. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> you will see it tonight as it returns for its ninth season, 8.30 on ABC TV and ABC iView, the weekly with Charlie Pickering. Nice to catch up with you again, mate. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Have a great day. Well, look, uh, we want your calls on the times that you regretted taking a plus one to an event. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes off the back of poor old Ben Affleck, who, of course, was accompanying his wife, Jennifer Lopez, to the Grammy Awards. And every single time the camera panned to them, he looked like he was so 
miserable. <laughs> so miserable. At one point, she looks like she tells him off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it sort of broke the internet with, with memes going, you know, basically Ben Affleck does not want to be there. Have a listen. One person writing, however bad of a day you're having, I promise you're not as miserable as Ben Affleck at the Grammys right now. <laughs> so it looked like J-Lo was... I quite, I quite like that someone had said, it looks like Ben Affleck is reflecting on his favourite sandwich shop and the place is closed. <laughs> well, J-Lo was not impressed with his behaviour. And, uh, and it reminded me of a time back in my... So drinks a lot days. I uh, I took me me best mate Boogie, of course, from Beckenham, Gravity Street. We were living in Sydney at that point, and uh, I'd been invited to, to quite a big show uh, the opening night. So I met him some hours before that, and and you know we had a few drinks, and uh, he fell asleep during the show and started snoring so loudly. <laughs> That I could see the people on stage could hear him. Oh, no. And I thought, you know what? I probably should have gone for a better plus one than Boogie here. <laughs> you know, I would have taken that plus one over the one I chose. What did you choose? Years ago, I went to a comedy gig and I didn't really know this guy. I'd met him at a party and he seemed nice enough and he asked me if we'd go out, wanted to go out sometime. And I said, yeah, I'm going to this show. Do you want to come? He rocked up at the show, drove himself there, and was hammered. Oh, dear. absolutely wow. hammered! Don't and I was like, kids. "You drove here. You're an absolute fool." So I was already cutting him loose, yes, right? I was yes. already done. But we sat through this comedy gig the whole time. He just sat and talked through people's sets and just sort of talked to himself. Oh. I asked him to leave. <laughs> And then later he came back and met all of my friends because he knew where we were going for after drinks. And oh. he came back and started a racist fight with one of my African friends. Okay. <laughs> it was you can pick him. horrific. <laughs> it was absolutely horrific. Wow. And I, it was so bad. Yeah. Oh, dear. I, d- <laughs> oh, I hadn't the... thought about that for ages. Oh, what a memory. <laughs> wow. Uh, I am the bad plus one. Are you? Yeah, because I, I can't, can't take it. No, that. the thing is, I go to events and I can't take anything seriously. But I got taken as a plus one to a friend of mine who really wanted to go to and see. Um, uh, oh, what was what's the name of that movie? Oh, oh that one. Oh God, <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> Give us something. Oh, Sex in the City. Thank you. Sex in the City, the second movie. And the opening line of the movie. Well done, Kim. But the opening line of the movie is. Um, the perfect man doesn't exist. Now, I took that as my cue in the cinema to go, wrong! <laughs> oh, no. And it went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> yes. And I was escorted out of the cinema. Were yeah, you? because it was, the fir- it was like one of the opening screenings and I was escorted out of the cinema and she felt bad for me, so she came with me. Oh. And, of course, you're the only one being escorted out of the cinema. And so everybody's watching as it's taking place. <laughs> anyway. That's yeah. the kind of stories we're after. When did you regret <laughs> taking a plus one? Kia in Vic Park, tell us the story. Um, well, mine turns out to be regretting a plus two. <laughs> okay. um, my, my partner and I had gone over to the state. Um, and met up with my high school friend that I hadn't seen in years and we went to Disney World with him and his partner Mm -hmm. Um, and we get to Disney World and I didn't know this but they liked to have a little too much to drink during the day Um, (laughs) and we get to Disney World and they ask like basically can't find a bar anywhere so like they go and accost this poor little like working attendant Mm. and like where can we get a drink and that's when we find out that disney world is a dry park so they don't have bars inside (laughs) disney world so 
prompting my friends to then get more and more angsty as the day goes on. And, you know, they're Aww. biting at one another. Um, and we get into the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, which is like an hour wait. And we're about halfway through the ride when the two of them absolutely lose it at each other. Oh, and no. they are using every expletive under the sun. Um, and we're standing there in the middle of a line with all these children around us watching these two grown adults using very, very yes. bad language. In a family um, park because they can't get booze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the ultimate dilemma for them. And, uh, yeah, and it resulted in us getting kicked out of the Pirates no. of the Caribbean ride. Wow. Um, of all places, mate, considering what we know of Johnny Depp and that <laughs> character. <laughs> right, that's absolutely Please. wild. Oh, nice oh, but it's the most wonderful place on earth. Yes, Disneyland. yes, particularly oh, if you can get a drink. <laughs> Lynette and Beach Bar, tell us your story. Hi, guys. Morning. 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 Okay, so... Um, we were on a client's boat for my work Christmas party, mm-hmm. and my husband and my par- um, and my friend's partner at the time decided that they were going to get pretty sloshed. And we were all inside, and there was a two there was a two decker, so they went up to the top deck and dropped their pants and gave everyone a full moon. No, oh, at a work do. No, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, and I was goodness. mortified and amused in equal measure. It was so funny though. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Lynette. It, I mean, that's what parents do when the kids do something silly, right? You're like, I don't want to laugh at that, but it's funny. It's but, kind of funny. Oh, I hope other people handled it well. Cat <laughs> uh, in Midland, when did you regret taking a plus one? Uh, so back to peak Twilight, I think it was the second movie. My <laughs> nan and I were huge fans of the books, loved the movies, and we decided to take my mum with us to go there. Mm. And, it, you know, there's a whole bunch of teenagers around us and my Jacob takes his shirt off and everyone's like, oh, woo! And mum's like, oh, he's not even that hot. And I swear all these 14-year-olds were like daggers in our back. I was worried we were going to get, like, mugged on the way out. Right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say she's the mum through the movie who was like, and who's that guy? And what does he do? Yeah. <laughs> The South 32 Rottnest Channel Swim is not far away. 5.30 in the morning from Cot. Uh, you can see everybody take off, including this bloke who is swimming the 19.7-kilometre distance butterfly. Cyrus. His name is Cyrus, and he's from West Perth, and he joins us in the studio. Good morning to you, you absolute cool. Oh, <laughs> what are you thinking? Wow. Butterfly? That, that is the general reaction I've been getting from people. <laughs> Even for people who don't, you know, I'm not a swimmer, but I know that I can do freestyle. Okay, I can do a few laps. I can breaststroke. Butterfly, I can do about 10 metres. Mm. And I'm dead. How are you going to do 19.7 Ks? Well, I'm not going to lie. Um, 11 months ago is when I took on this journey. And back then, like, maybe I could push through 200 metres. Yes. Uh, and so I thought, you know, it would be like the ultimate challenge. What if I swam the whole 20 Ks butterfly? Uh, so I spent the last 11 months developing a technique and a way to okay. do it without hurting my shoulders, injuring myself, yes. and uh, just kind of slowly building on it. Uh, well, has then. this been done before? Because surely you you must have to go and see physios or doctors or something because, I don't know, it just the idea of it hurts the rotator cuff in my shoulder. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. nervous. No, uh, 100%. Uh, yeah, so the shoulders are the biggest issue for me, and I am a coach as well, and I've been teaching other people this as well. And I, the last thing I want to do is injure my shoulders or anyone yeah. else's shoulders. 
Um, but yeah, so two people have done the Rottnest Swim Butterfly before, uh-huh. and I was able to interview both of them and kind of get their opinion on it. And uh, there's only about 30 other people in the world who do similar swims to this. And uh, so I got a handful of them to get back to me, give me their little tips and tricks. And so I kind of combined a few of those together to come up with... You've created the Cyrus system. Yeah, we call it the Sci-Fly, actually. Sci-Fly! Wow, that's That's awesome. very good. Uh, Can I ask, this uh, butterfly effect, if you will... Can I get a ding? Uh, you can, mate, you can you have a ding. I don't think you get to ask for dings. No, no, yeah. in this no, case, you can have a ding. ding. That was a good Thank ding. You. I was slow um, on the ding. Does it mean that you potentially go a lot faster than, than people doing freestyle? The potential, you could potentially go faster and shorter distance, yes. but with the technique that I developed, it's quite a bit slower than oh, okay. my, sure, my normal sure, one. Sure, sure. More sustainable, but much slower than yeah. my freestyle. Right. Is, is your goal to just complete the swim? If you get a few hundred meters out from the end and there's no butterfly left in you, are you just like, oh, whatever, I'm doggy paddling to the end? Yes. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I love, I would love to just complete another one of the swims. So I've been doing the South 32 Rottnest swim for like nine years now in okay. different capacities, so solos and teams and duos and such. Uh, so at the end of the day, I'd love just to get there in the end. But uh, currently my record is 10 kilometers butterfly. So to get anywhere past that is a PB and a personal best. So Great. just got to get past the halfway oh. point. Um, I uh, attend uh, Thornley Pool every Tuesday afternoon. Uh, with my daughters who go to swimming lessons. Um, probably the greatest ever swim laps in the slow lane, to be honest with you. Um, why is it that 10 metres into my uh, freestyle, everything from the chest down sinks below the water and I can't get it back up? Um, so part of that could be your technique. So it depends on how you're swimming and where your level is at. Uh, another one could be your body composition. So yeah, if you have a higher smaller. body fat yeah, percentage, you'll, yeah, you tend to float yeah. more. But if you've got lots of dense muscle, you sink a lot more. Uh, so it's that. It's the it's dense, dense muscle. muscle. Dense muscle. We've always said you're dense, Pete. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> All right, Cyrus, uh, good luck with the Sci-Fly. 19.7 kilometers. We will be at the finish line waiting for you, mate. Can't wait. Cool. Thank you guys very much. It's been a pleasure. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for Lottery West. That's the ticket because all available profits go to funding good stuff for WA. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Next 94.5.